Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Miami Real Estate Show. As always, brought to you by the Real Estate Black Box. You want to find out more about it? Let us know. You click on the link below. You'll see this is the website, the training, the lead generation, lead conversion system that would allow you to move your business forward faster. All right. So here we go for the third time in the show. Our very, very good friend, Alex Vidal. Alex, welcome. Thanks, Orlando. Is it the third time? I know. B oh, you're right. It was BCC. Yeah. And then it was at your office. And, uh, and it's, it's now. The third, but the first one, and I told you that, guys, Alex has become, for, for the few of you that don't, don't know Alex, has become a very, very, very uh, popular speaker. He has a show called The Closer Club. Amazing, amazing show. Not only he interviews, and I highly recommend you follow that show. He has it weekly on Facebook, The Closer Club. And Alex, you'll tell us exactly how to get there. Not only you interview the people from the real estate industry, but from many fields. And a few weeks ago, you had my favorite author in terms of negotiation. Oh, Chris Voss. Oh, man. That, guy, that guy's amazing. By the way, guys, just the first tip out of the ghetto. If you, if you ask me, to recommend one negotiation book, it would be Never Split the Difference. Uh, it, yeah, Orlando, I don't think people really, you know, it's interesting. People think that it's about negotiation. I can see I'm dark. If you want me to go inside, I will. So just, good, I, good. I'm, I'm your lead. Um, the, the interesting thing about negotiation is th this particular book, it really poses how to ask people the right questions. And so, for example, I take the typical recruiting call. Mm -hmm. And so I'll call Orlando. Hey, Orlando, this is Alex. I'm president of Relate SG. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. Listen, I was calling to see if you're happy at, you know, Montiel Real Estate. Um, oh, you're, yes, I'm happy. Oh, okay, good. You're happy. No, have you ever thought about making change? No, not really. Um, and then the conversation would be over and it would be a 30 second conversation. Mm -hmm. Read the book. And then all of a sudden I call up and I say, hey, Orlando, this is Alex Vidal, president of Related SG. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing. And then I'll joke. Oh, I'm doing great. I already know you're a great realtor. You answered the phone. So then they start laughing, of course. Um, and I go, so listen, I was calling and I have a question for you. And they go, shoot. And I said, do you want to make less money this year than you did last year? And you get either a yes or no answer. And and you get yes. It doesn't matter because if they say yes, it's because they weren't listening to the question. Right. And if they say no, then you accomplish what you what Chris Voss sets out in the book, which is to get the no first. Right. And then so then you you do you do a technique in the book. You mirror the question. You know you no no. Uh, and of course not. I want to. Of course I want to make more money this year than I did last year. Oh, it sounds like you want this to. So then you label the problem. It sounds like you want to make this your best year ever. I do. Well, that's why I was calling because I want to show you how related as you can help make that happen for you. And then you get the, then you get the objection. Well, but I'm, but I'm happy at the Montiel, at the Montiel real estate. Oh, you're happy with Montiel real estate. I really am. I'm like, well, listen, I, I love the fact that you're a raving fan of your company. You know, can you share with me what are, what are some of the things that make you so happy? And then, you know, those, they say it, you repeat it and you say, well, so let me ask you a question. So those things that they do, how are they helping you so here comes the how question. How are they helping you in accomplishing your goal? And, and so what ends up happening is by asking it's, it's what, how, mirror, label, you, you have these questions that all of a sudden the average recruiting call went from 30 seconds, Orlando, to 10 minutes. Okay. The conversion rate from call to appointment was 75%. Yeah. And we hired most of those people. Yeah. And, and I learned that from the book. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, why am I only using this at work? My wife says something. So I'll ask her. 
You know, (laughs) how does that make you feel? Or what impact is that going to have on your life? And then all of a sudden I found myself speaking to my wife like that and and speaking to my kids. And it really opens up an entire dialogue. So I favorite book in the world. Absolutely. By by the way, we use that technique in coaching all the time. It's all about asking questions. Right. Uh, Right. But there are four books that I I used to, you know, through the years, I used to read like one book a week, many books. But now uh, the, the past three years, I read the same four books, the same four books. What are and one of those books, it's never split the difference. I have it in audio, I have it in book, I have it in Kindle, and I go over and over, because guys, it's not about reading many books, it's about mastering right. that specific book. And if you read Never Split the Difference one, do yourself a favor, don't, all right? You need right. to read that book many times and practice the different techniques. There are eight different techniques in that book that are just amazing. So I'm going to pull up. I, I actually have uh, in my notes because uh, mm-hmm. I did the audio version. So as I listened to it, mm-hmm. I don't know, let me see, because this camera is kind of different. Okay. I actually have my notes on 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 the book itself and the different things that you can do. And and this has helped me tremendously. I'm, I'm curious, Orlando, what are your other books? The other three? Oh, there are three more, right? The second book is Persuasion. Highly recommended. Very similar to Never Split the Difference. It's right there. Never Split the Difference. I would argue that it's just a little bit better. But it's the same quality, man. I highly, highly recommend Persuasion by Robert Saltini. An amazing, amazing book. That is the top marketing book, uh, you know, of all, one of the top marketing books of all time. Okay. The third one, very, very, very important to me, all right, uh, which is the four-hour week. It makes me make sure that I eliminate, automate most of the things that I do. I want to delegate as much or eliminate as much. So in coaching, we talk about either eliminate Automate or delegate. Right? Is the uh, the four hour work week? That's what Tim Ferriss, right? Yeah, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other one is my marketing coach, Perry Marshall. Eighty twenty principle of sales and marketing. Highly, highly recommend that one. It's a little bit more technical, all right. But eighty twenty rules of uh, sales and marketing by Perry Marshall. Incredible, incredible book. All I'm right, gonna, I'm going to add one more. Okay, okay. go ahead. And uh, the book is called The Secret. Yes. Uh-huh. And and so I, there's there's two things I do every oh, single day. Can you move a little bit to where you were before? Because now you're, you're dark or the computer. There we go. Ah, you know, let's do it that way with my hot top. We'll do it with the hot top in the back. There we go. Much better, I think. Okay. So, and, and my dead palm tree leaf. Um, what's interesting is, so the secret talks about the power of manifestation and being grateful for things as if they've already happened. And so I technically have 25 manifestations. I have 11 personal I have eight personal professional, and by that it's like the show and maybe writing a book one day or whatever. Um, and then the other one is professional. The, the other mm-hmm. six are professional. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that when you combine being happy and grateful for things as if they've already happened, mm-hmm. which that book does, right. it is it is amazingly powerful what transforms in your life. And, and so that book coupled with, and I repeat my manifestations three times a day to myself. In the morning when I wake up, um, when I eat my lunch and when I go to bed, I actually fall asleep reading my manifestations to myself. Um, there's a great Ted talk, uh, by a guy named Sean Acor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about, um, uh, happiness at work, mm-hmm. but his, his exercises of writing down three things for which you're grateful for every day. Um, combined with the manifestation, what I do is I write down a minimum of five things for which I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And on my bad days, Orlando, I write 25 things I'm grateful for on my bad days to remind me that even during 
um, even during your bad days, you have a lot to be grateful for. Yep. So. 100%. By the way, a funny story. They were based in Chicago. And uh, we had a conversation. on Rhonda Schoen is, is the author. Uh, so actually, we were going to do that book in Spanish. And I was going to be the speaker for the Hispanic market. That was like, like seven, eight years ago. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, a long time ago. Sure. Anyway, so go, going back. Sure. You've been in this business for a long time. I don't want to say this. And, you know, as, as I said before, uh, Alex has a lot of energy and a lot of knowledge. And the first time I had him in the show, it was a long time. Alex, that was like six, seven years ago. Uh, no, the first time was BCC. So it was, it was at least within the last, well. No, 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 that wasn't the second time. The first time was in Aventura. Really? I, oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I right. forgot in the conference room with Craig and all. So there you go. There you um, go. It would have been five or six years ago. Yeah, at least, at least. So, what have you learned from that time to this time in real estate? Not only from the agents you now manage. How many agents you manage now? Over five hundred. Uh, we or did, four? and we we fired a bunch. So we're at four hundred and fifteen right now. Okay. All right. So now we're back. You are now in twenty twenty. To these years, from that time to this sure. time, what are the one or two things, the common trait for new, especially new agents? And then we're going to go into the experienced agents that you see, okay, listen, six years ago, six years ago, this guy was just at the beginning of their business and look at where they are right now. What would sure. be the number one trait that you, you see? I'm going to give you four, Orlando. Okay, and, I, and, I, and I don't know if this is going to answer your question, but I, I want to answer it in a way that a lot of people think that that real estate sales is one or two things that can make you successful. And I think it's it's more about, about who you are as a person and your mindset going into it. So mm -hmm. the first thing is, you, whether you're a brand new agent who makes, the, makes it successful or you're a top producer who is successful, the first thing they realize is it's all their fault. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by all their fault is if they're successful, it's their fault. Mm -hmm. If they fail, it's their fault. Mm -hmm. And you can see a clear line between top producers who who will look at their business and say, I didn't hit my goals, not because of the market, not because of this, not because of that, but it was a direct result of, of the effort that I put forth. Just like they can look at it and say, I hit all my goals and it's because I busted my hump and I did everything I needed to do to get there. And so the, the first realization that everybody who's watching, whether now or later in, in, the, you know, in the recorded version, is understand everything in your life, positive, neutral or negative is a hundred percent your fault. Good so that's the, way, the way we say it, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, right? And there's a reason why it's a hundred percent accept that it's a hundred percent your responsibility. That's the bad news that it's, it's your responsibility. You were responsible for the results you got. Correct. The good news is that since you are responsible, then you have the power to change it. Absolutely. As long as you not take responsibility, you feel bad about yourself. You're blaming somebody else. It makes you feel a little bit better, but the results do not change. That's right. right. So then, so then you take that and you're like, okay, what are the common denominators? And I can get into like actual mm -hmm. specifics about what makes a top producer a top producer and all that. But I, I want to kind of, and we can get more granular. But let me talk more at a at a at a higher level for a minute. There's really so that's one thing. But then you break it down into three things, and I think. Anytime an agent has these three things in place, they're successful. And so, and if you're ever evaluating and making a move to a brokerage, you got to look at these three things, or if you're hiring a coach or whatever it is. The first thing is, what environment do you want to be in? The, 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 this is where I don't think working from home necessarily works so well. Mm -hmm. When you're in an environment surrounded by winners, 
by people that are equally as motivated as you are that when you don't necessarily like for the example this i got five hours of sleep last night i did not want to work out this morning my wife dragged me into the gym and forced me to work out so i'm in that right environment when it comes to working out and as a realtor if you want to be successful whether you're new or experienced what environment are you in is that environment helping you become a better realtor or is it actually an anchor holding you back right so that that's number one number two inner motivation what is that thing inside of you that wants you to get out of bed every morning whether or not you woke up on the right side of the bed or not the, the inner motivation i to me is is key because you can be in, in orlando your coach right you can have the greatest closer the greatest speaker you can have the greatest person on the telephone you can have the greatest listing presenter presenter the greatest buyer's agent you can have all that you can have you could be the best door knocker in the world but if you don't want to get out of bed in the morning nothing else matters right so so you need something that is bigger than you that is bigger than anything else happening in the world that's going to motivate you to to want to get out of bed and and so the for, the third thing to that is they all whether they're new or experienced they all have a how how are they going uh how are they going to get there okay um and so it, it, they don't just wake up thinking oh maybe i'll make phone calls today no they they have a plan i know exactly how many phone calls i need to make mm -hmm. or i need to make x number of phone i need to make unlimited phone calls until i get x number of appointments that i need for the day um you know whatever whatever that may be so you look at it and you say okay are you in the right environment um, do you have your inner motivation and do you have the how? Um, and when you, when you have that combined with, as you said, taking a hundred percent responsibility, accountability, whatever, that that's what makes top producers, top producers. So let, let's go to the, the, we took responsibility sure. to community, right? Which community or the, the right environment. Correct. I, and it sounds cliche because you, most of you here before, right? Uh, you are surrounded, you know, your, the, your income is the average of the, you know, five to 10 people you're closest with, right? Okay. And think about it. It is the truth. Your friends are not multimillionaires that make 10 times more than you. And your friends are not people that make 10, 15 times less than you. Correct. Think about it. The reality is that you're surrounded by people that are within your income range. That's right. So, right. So if we want, or by the way, the, your 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 physical right uh, your the, the the way you are physically uh, the shape you're in is sure. pretty much you know it's the average of the people you surround yourself with They're well because that, that's a great and, and that's a great example because right. if if i'm friends with silly example look Saturday. at on facebook they're they are all doing crossfit they're all in the pool when i see you on facebook you're with your wife running doing exercise Correct. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't work otherwise because then they wouldn't understand it. Like right. my triathlete friends will understand if I tell them, hey, listen, I'm not going out Saturday night because right. I have a race Sunday morning. Or when I when I was racing, like if this was race week, right. I don't drink. I, I don't drink the entire seven days. Like I don't drink till after the race. Nobody understands that unless they've put it because they're thinking, oh, a drink's not going to hurt you a day before a race or whatever. But my friends understand it because they, they are ones who have have equally put in the effort of hundreds, not not hundreds of hours of swimming, biking, and running for that one race, right? Um, and so you now, want to surround people with that. Time out what you just said. Let's extrapolate that to real estate. Uh -huh. They wouldn't understand why do you spend a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars on a coach, two thousand dollars in marketing. What are you doing? Those Facebook postcards, magazine campaigns. What would you do that? 
Well, because I don't want to be like you, right? That's, That's it. Right. Now, I have. If I was in, if I was in my office, right? I if I was in my office, I'd show you because I set up my office like that to uh -huh. be in the right environment. I have my my inner motivation, and then I have I have uh, twenty race medals on the wall because it, it reminds me, especially when I'm when I'm meeting with an agent of mine who needs guidance or whatever it may be. I tell them, listen, you know, you're not going to pop an easy sale. You may hear now and then you got to put in the effort. And and those tr uh, those 20 race medals represent literally thousands, not hundreds, thousands of hours for 20 for what amounts to maybe 45 minutes, 45 hours of race time. Right. And, and, and so you look at it and same thing in real estate. You have to spend thousands of hours prospecting, role playing, which is a monster thing that I don't think enough agents yeah. do. Um, you know, putting in the work so that your your medals are your closings, right? They just don't happen. They they're a result of hundreds of hours that go into what we do. Exactly. So so understand that. Extrapolate to whatever part of your life you want to do it. If it's, if it's in real estate, by the way, funny story. Great, great Last week we just signed a, a deal, a, a very important deal with the right people. Uh, an opportunity that Alex presented to us four years ago, then three years ago. Then last year, it's not, a, it's, a, it's not a new idea, all right? But the right people were not there. And about a month ago, we got a call from the right people. And my brother and I realized now it's not the opportunity. It's the sure. right people surrounding the idea that makes the difference. We jump on it and we sign the deal on Friday. But it's because of the right people, not because of the idea. Ideas are a dime a dozen. Go to ideas.com. You'll see a thousand ideas. It's the people behind the idea. So if you truly want to succeed in real estate, you need to surround yourself with people that at least are on your level and the majority are above you. Because if not, you're going to stay right there because you can't see. Correct. You need somebody on the outside. And that's where I think I have my comments open here so I can see. And somebody mentions the best in the field, LeBron, Federer, have coaches. And they're right. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, they all had coaches. And that's one of the reasons why – they got to their level and, and they've stayed there, right? Sure. Um, and why should any realtor be any different? Actually, if you look at most top realtors, mm -hmm. most top realtors have a coach, right? right. Um, so that's one thing. And then somebody else is like they, that they don't agree with the statement. They respect it, obviously, about being motivated enough to working from home. And you're right, by the way. I love, I love hearing that an agent has the motivation to work from home. Mm -hmm. My question to you then would be, to that particular agent would be, also, imagine if you're motivated to work from home, which, by the way, is a skill that I do not have. So right. I don't Mr. Have it my brother has it. I don't have it. I don't. So Mr. or Mrs. Castillo, major kudos because you right. have something I don't, which is the ability to work from home. The question becomes, though, if you're successful working from home by yourself, by yourself. Right. What if you surrounded yourself with five or six other people that were were, you know, let's say bigger producers than you that right. you got along with? That you can you can mastermind with, that you can share ideas with, and maybe they do it virtually via Zoom and all that. So, I'm, I, without knowing the history, or, or if you do want to continue working virtually, you don't have it. Create a mastermind group, get on Zoom and do it, because that power uh, of people working together with a common goal it is amazing to me how much further you can get ahead in business. You know? By the way, that's something we do. Even if you're not in our coaching program, you don't have to be in our coaching program. We will pair you up with agents that are like-minded, all right, and agents that have done where you what you want to get to. 
So if you're interested in that, email me, info at Montero Organization. We will find you in your area around the country, five, six agents that can work with you. It's much easier. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a big phrase from the richest person in the 40s. Uh, John Getty, he said, I'd rather have the effort, the 1% effort of 100 people that 100% effort of my, from myself, right? Sure. So you want to be surrounded with the right people. You know, five, six different minds think way better than one. You know, eight yeah. pair of eyes see way better than just one. Well, and even from a motivation perspective, right? Like I had, uh, I had my two wisdom teeth taken out Monday of last week. So I couldn't work out Monday. Actually, I worked out Tuesday, but it was light. I was on my exercise bike, right? Um, and, and so, but my wife was doing a full out CrossFit workout while I'm, you know, sitting on the airdyne doing something. And, or if she goes and plays tennis and I'm working out at home alone, I just don't push myself as hard mm -hmm. as when she's there because you have somebody, you have somebody there that's, that's pushing you and motivating you along. And that's where that environment comes in. And that's why I look at it. And I always look at my top agents who a lot of them do work from home. Right. But then we're like, okay, continue working from home. I get it. You don't want to be bothered. You want to be laser focused. But let's work on putting you with other agents that at least once a week you can speak with. Right. Or you can pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm having this challenge. How would you handle this right. to get better? You know, and, and so anyways. I have, for example, one of my the, the agents that I mentioned the most. And you know him, uh, Anthony Askowit. You know, yeah. he asked him when he come to my seminars. Agents ask him, why do you have Orlando as your coach after 30 years in the business? Because I need somebody to push me forward, and I need somebody that I can actually, actually tell me, no, that's not right. Do it this way because here's the proof. Which okay. takes you to the fourth point, Alex, which you said a plan and a strategy, and, and the word you use was right here, which is the how, right? 100%. The number one, the number one difference that I see between struggling agents and top, top agents is that they don't have a proven plan. They get into real estate, and now, Alex, I'm new to real estate. I have my own plan. I'm going to do things different. How many times do you hear that? All right? All the, All the time. You have no clue. Yeah, you might, be, might have been very successful in a different business, but in this business, there is a proven plan. Use that first. Sure. Have a proven plan, and then with the money you make, then you start creating a different formula. You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because I think the greatest thing that, that we found during the pandemic or the greatest example of what we found during the pandemic was you take an, let's say you take an agent in Edgewater. Mm -hmm. right? This agent in Edgewater, what's Edgewater? It's all condos. It's mm -hmm. rentals and it's condo sales and purchases, right? Well, that market during the pandemic was completely flatlined. Mm -hmm. But if you looked at single family homes, 500,000 and below, on fire, even during the pandemic, multiple offers, all that stuff. Now, what I was trying to tell our agents during that time was I'm saying, listen, I understand you're a condo specialist. I understand you're an Edgewater specialist. But if you if you want to survive and more importantly, thrive during this time, go to where the market is. Right now, it's single family homes, right. 500,000 and below. I'm not saying you're going to be there forever, but go do it for a few months, mm -hmm. find a way to do it, and then come back. And then what ends up happening is I think that the mold, and you probably find the same thing, Orlando, the, the mold that we have to break with agents is that they think that if we tell them go door knocking mm -hmm. or make phone calls or or Facebook ads, what, whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is, they think that this is a permanent change to their business mm -hmm. when in reality it isn't. Like I told agents, you're struggling for money, go do rentals. Well, I don't want to do rentals for the rest mm -hmm. of my life. Who said you're going to do it for the rest of your life? Do it for the next three or four months. And then after that, you go and you got some money and cash flow going. Then you can go back and focus on the things that pay big bucks. Don't think in perpetuity. Think in while I need it, you know? And very important. And, and this, the fourth point, and, and Alex, you structured it very, very well to the fourth point, the how, right? It's understanding 
as Alex said, depending on your current situation, depend because of the pandemic, the place where you are, the target audience, your budget, your financial needs, do not follow somebody else's plan. plan. Everybody yeah. has different needs, everybody has different budget, different target audience, different set of skills. So what you need is a plan created for you. Again, for those time that you have available for real estate, but yet experience and finally your target audience. All right. Sure. You can follow somebody. Oh, I'm gonna follow this top agent. Listen, that top agent is investing fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars a month in marketing. There's no way you can accomplish what that agent is doing okay. by just copying. Look at look at uh Nelson Gonzalez, who's you know what, number one in Dade County or number two along with Dora Puig and all that stuff. Five, yeah. He's a phenomenal agent. And you ask him about his first year in the business. He did 104 open houses his first year in the business. Think about that. 104. Every Saturday, every Sunday for 52 weeks. He did it. It's unbelievable. You know, but then people look at him and say, oh, I'm going to do what he's doing now. But they have to understand the the, the groundwork and the hustle that that guy, and he still hustles. Yeah. But, you know, the hustle that he put in in the beginning Anthony, is, I'm sure, is the same way. Anthony's a, a rock star in data right. in, in South Florida, in the country, quite frankly. Right. Uh-huh. But but I, but I'm sure it wasn't like that when he started, yeah. and he did an enormous amount of work in the beginning right. to get to where he is. And I work, you know, I work also with uh, Riley Smith, who is actually the number one agent right now in Miami as in 2019 in number of transactions. And he said, "Don't tell me an open house doesn't work when you have three or four. Go do 50 in the next three months." Then you tell me if it works or doesn't work. Uh, dude, oh, man. It, it, when agents tell me they've gone door knock, I'll sit with an agent. Right. And they ask me, what do you think is the best form of prospecting? Mm-hmm. And, again, that some somebody who's great on the phone will say phone calls. I sucked at phone calls. But I was a great door knocker. Mm-hmm. So you ask me my opinion, I'm going to say door knocking. The answer I get most of the time is door knocking doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Fair. It sounds like you don't like door knocking. I don't. What is it about door knock? You know, share with me how door knocking didn't work for you. Well, I knocked on doors and nobody, nothing came out of it. Fair. Mm-hmm. How many times? It sounds like you knocked on a lot on a lot of doors. I did. How many doors did you knock on? Uh, well, you know, I, I went door knocking one time and nothing came. And I'm like, you know, tell me you went door knocking for a year and it didn't work. You know, right. don't tell me you went door knocking one time and it didn't work. Exactly. Um, and, and so that's so important that. To, to be able to have a valid opinion on something, right. you had to have really tested it out in order to be able to opine on it. And that's a great point. What we said when we're coaching the agents, for example, we like to get started with the cheapest way of lead generation, which is Facebook ads, by far. It's the cheapest one, paid one, right? Not talking is free, right? Yeah. But, but by far the cheapest one, and I'm not saying it's the best one, I'm saying the cheapest way of lead, generated, of lead generation for buyers and sellers is Facebook, as of right now, okay? And as, as I said, I'm not saying it's the best one or or inclining to that one in specific. But what I say is let's start with that one because at the beginning, I'm not concerned with how many transactions or leads you're going to get out of it. I'm concerned with developing your sales skills, learning to pre-qualify, to follow up, to make a presentation, to handle the objections and to close that lead. I'm asking you to just communicate. So then truly work with the people that are interested. At the beginning, it's not about making money. It's about developing your skills. If you're in it for the long haul. Right. Exactly. If you if you're in it for the quick buck, you're gonna be in for you're gonna be in for a surprise, no doubt. Exactly. So I have right here. Benjamin had a question. It says, guys, will be uh, this be recorded? Yes, uh, it will be recorded. We launch it on the Miami Real Estate Show uh, online. I'll, I'll show you uh, while Alex is talking. I'm gonna send you the link so you can subscribe completely free. 
and you can watch the recording as many times and share it with other people. And Benjamin's a great guy too. I love Benjamin. Okay, so will Benjamin welcome. So I will send you that information. Now, after six years in the business, now I wanna- 23 move. years in the business. Six no, years, no, six years no, I related to history. No, no, six years in the, since the Miami, first Miami real estate show I met. <laughs> now, sure. you've grown so much in terms of public speaking. You interview so, so many great people in the Closers Club. All right. What are the top three things you've learned from that experience? Not from the people that have been in the in the show. It's this oh. being able to develop top three things that listen. It was great for me because it opened doors. It was great for me because it made me money. It was great for me because develop my sales skills, my communication skills. What yeah. are the top three um, things you can get from that? You know, it's a great question. That's how I got the whole, that's how I was able to verbalize the, it's all your fault, environment, okay. inner motivation, and how. Okay. So that's, I learned that, you know, uh, what have I learned as a result of the show itself for me personally? I, I, I think I learned that video is absolutely crucial. Um, there you go. In this, in this business, people do business because they like you and they trust you. But, but when you look at them, because you constantly remind them of what you do. Correct. Yes. But here's the reality. Here's the reality. The reality is, for me, at least, there are. OK, let me backtrack. I started the show because there are 60 something thousand realtors in South Southeast Florida. OK. And so if, if people have a choice with whom they're going to want to work with, don't you think they're going to want to work with somebody that they like and they trust? OK, well, how do I convey that? The way I convey it is for me personally, I have to go to the sandbox that they play in. Mm -hmm. The sandbox that they play in is social media. Mm -hmm. All right, well, what toy do they play with in the sandbox? It was video, and that's why I launched the show. What it taught me was that top people, that now that I think about it, I've never, first person that ever asked me that question. Um, I will tell you that the first thing I learned was that people are a lot more accessible than you think. Yep. You, may, you may need to be persistent and consistent in, in, in reaching out to them. I've only had one person block me and I'm uh, at 108 episodes or 107 episodes, okay. and I've gotten some of the biggest people in the country. Yeah. Um, you find out that you, in person, by the way, because now we're doing this because of the pandemic, but the bond, because I've done both. I've done both Zoom and uh, in-person meetings. I will tell you that I will always take an in-person meeting over a Zoom meeting. And let's take Chris Voss, for example. Chris Voss, I would have much rather flown to Vegas, even during the pandemic, sat with him, met him, and flown right back, then do it via Zoom. Now, I took Zoom because it was the only opportunity afforded to me. But God knows if he even remembers me. I guarantee you, had I been there, he would have remembered me. Exactly. And if that, and if that meant, you know, five-hour flight to Vegas, be there for an hour and flying back, that relationship would be a long-lasting relationship versus something that I did via Zoom, right? And really what it also taught me was how to ask the right questions. Um, I had a real hard time in the beginning um, actually sitting back and listening and, and, and then really listening to what they were saying and trying to phrase the follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. um, and so it really, it really helped me with that. And, and the other thing it probably taught me was that nobody cares to be perfect. My videos aren't they're raw for the most part. I don't edit really other than you know an introduction. Oh, they're mean, raw. It's just a um, That's it. It's the content. Right. So here's the point. Look, Alex, from the beginning, and I told you that, Alex, we didn't air that first interview. Remember that I told you that? It got messed up. That's right. <laughs> All right? So Alex was a brand, brand new guy, newbie. 
right? He didn't have those communication skills at the beginning. No. Now he's so good at it that we asked you last year, right, to host one of our programs yep. in coaching, right? That's how much you've evolved through the years, but not through the years, through practice. Uh, oh, it's time. That's okay. Great point. So I get that question a lot. So, oh, but me, you're, but you're... so we can go to that point. So my message with the videos, right, with that, with the show that you have is that it not only changes the perception of your audience, guys, but as important or maybe more important, it changes you the way it changed Alex, the way it changed me. All right. Very good. Alex, go ahead. But but I, but I will tell you. So and, and we can end it on this because I have like two more minutes. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. end it on. We have two more minutes. So end it the way you want. Perfect. But what I'll tell you is, I get the comment the most. I can't do what you do. You're so good on camera. And I'm not saying that to be egotistical in any way, shape, or form. You're so good on camera. I suck. There's no way I can do what you do. And I'm like, did you watch episode one? Did you watch episode two? No. It took 107 episodes for me to come on this on this show right now with you. And Orlando, I said, hey, I don't even care what the questions are. Let's just go out the fly and we'll figure it out because it made me that comfortable. And that's why role playing as an agent is so important. Um, one of the biggest lessons I learned from the athletes that I've had on my show, okay, athletes and a, and a police officer actually, was I asked them, I said, let me ask you a question. So I, I interviewed one of the top cyclists in the world. And I happened to be on Christmas vacation with uh, my best friend who's an, an aventura police officer. But he's also a pilot for um, a very high net worth individual and all that stuff. And I asked both of them, I said, how do you handle high pressure situations? Right. It, it, this guy is racing the, in the Tour de France. He's got, you know, he's a part of a team with Lance Armstrong to give you an idea. And I'm like, it's your last, you know, you, you have to win this race to win the tour. How do you handle that kind of pressure? He's like, Alex, I put in thousands of hours on the bike. So when that time came, I already knew I was prepared. I asked my friend, the police officer, I'm like, dude, you know, this was back in December. I'm like, how do you handle a frightening situation or you're on a plane and God forbid something happens in the plane and, and, and now you got to handle an emergency situation on the plane. How do you handle that? He goes, Alex, do you know how many hours we spend in training or how many hours we spend in the flight simulator so that when those things happen, it's just muscle memory. Um, and so what, what we try to tell our agents is role playing is important so that when a seller hits you with an objection on price or, or commission or length on the contract or whatever it may be, if you do a listing presentation a month, good luck trying to overcome that. Right. Whereas if you look at the top agents who go on listing presentations every day, they don't even think, you know, Carlos just commented, you know, you don't think you just act. That's how these guys do it. Exactly. So. To close it, because I know how you need to go. Yes. I'm going to repeat what I just said. Publishing every single day every single day and i know sometimes it's a pain but it's a developed skill all right as my mentor said many years ago orlando you need to develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth everybody finds out exactly who you truly are so publishing every single day the way alex does and me and many other agents do it right will not only change the perception of your audience which is very important now it's much easier for alex to close uh the agents but more important it changes yourself all right so to close it alex because i know you need to go when people want to find you how sure. do they find you social media uh, Facebook, instagram etc yeah so facebook it's uh alex vidal you'll see a picture of my wife and i uh on facebook instagram i alex vidal wasn't available so it's at vidal alex v, -I v as in victor i-d-a-l-a-l-e-x um the show is primarily through facebook but if you ever want to go to one easy place uh, to see all 107 episodes so far 
Uh, the views aren't really there because the, the, you know, now I get 30, 40,000 views. That's all on Facebook. Um, but if you go to my YouTube channel, the closer club, no S the closer club.com, see everything there. By the way, there's going to be a recording of this and we're going to have in the footnotes. All right. In the description, uh, everything, all the links uh, to Alex, Alex, thank you very much uh, for being here today. And yeah, thank you. If you truly want to pair up with teams, with uh, people like-minded people that want to grow your business. Listen, you don't even have to be in our coaching program. Email us, info at We'll find you somebody that wants to achieve or have achieved your goal so we can pair you with that person. And you don't have to be in the same company. It's here for help to help you guys. Alex, yes, always a pleasure, man. You got it, Orlando. Thank you, man. Always a pleasure. Sure. Great work, man. Thanks, Great bro. Great to you. Bye, guys. Care. All right, take care. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.